I preached hard this past year and I was ignored. I was laughed at, I was cursed at. I was told that we are so back and that dominion was going to be taken. I was told that I was a disobedient Christian for not professing to be a Christian nationalist that votes for Republicans. I was told I was an enemy of the right. And now, many are forced to believe that what I preached this past year was indeed right. I've said it all year long and I will say it now. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. If repentance was just belief, then the devils have repented. James 2.19, thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Repentance is not a direct product of belief. Repentance and belief along with works are direct products of faith. Repent, my friends. Repent. Father, we need to repent. End of story. We need to repent and love you again with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Not just with our lips, but with our whole hearts. This is what we need to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Start off this podcast with a welcome and a couple thank yous. I'd like to welcome Berean Pulpit, a preacher who's been preaching some great things lately. Reminds me of Psalm 45 1. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So welcome, Berean Pulpit, as our newest contributor and guest writer on Gospilled. So I look forward to seeing your content that you continue uh, to post on your Substack page. And I encourage you all to give him a follow. You can go to my About page on Gospilled.com or andrewhorville.substack.com, and he is now listed in the Contributors section. So again, welcome, my brother. I would also like to thank a few Christ friends for sending us some snail mail. Jen and Mark uh, write, Dear Lynn, thank you for the lovely note, and I will be saving your card as well. It's not very often I have real-life interactions with true believers in Christ, and your card will serve as a reminder that while they may seem few and far between, that they do indeed exist. Well, thank you for that kind note uh, back, our dear sister. And uh, I'm just glad that we can be a blessing to one another. It was very encouraging. We also got a card from Wendy and James. And it, and it opens up. Well, the card is nice. It says, I thank my God every time in remembrance of you, quoting Philippians 1.3. It says, and says as I, when I opened up, Proverbs 17.17, 17, a friend loveth at all times, and, and writes, Thank you, Jesus Christ. Amen. They say, Dear Brother Andrew, um, they give a blessing and they say uh, to use it for the Lord. And she, they say that you are a blessing. Well, you are a blessing to me. Thank you for the snail mail. And if you feel led to send us some snail mail, by all means do so. Uh, just reply to a Substack uh, subscription email or email me at gospel.pm.me and I will be glad to give you our address to be able to uh, do exactly that. 
I would also like to thank our sister in Christ, Disciple JJ, who is a faithful listener and supporter of Gospilled. Uh, she's been looking after my social media bipolarness lately to see if I've been okay. <laughs> I told her that those who know me offline, especially my wife, Lynn, know that my social media etiquette is completely normal. If I were to do otherwise, then, it, then that's when you need to start asking uh, the questions. But the way I operate with social media is completely within my sanity ever since MySpace. But enough about me, because it seems that, that others, like SFC Gat on Gab, must think it's all about me. He replied to the opening video clip that I played uh, just before the prayer. And he says, wow, there's a lot of I in this post. I thought it was a Trump post for a second. And then I had replied to him. I said, did you just say I? Because he says, I thought it was a Trump post. Did you? <laughs> uh, sometimes I wonder if these people even uh, read what they write. But yeah, I got it, though. There is a I problem across the board. And that is why we need to repent, all of us, including me. And it's this collective I problem that has led to the we problem that we have, which is today's title of the title of today's episode, We Problem, number 315. But we don't always identify the problem correctly as we ought to, because there are some eyes out there who want you to accomplish their will and not the will of God. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not doing it. Some lady called a shepherdess popped out of the blue just yesterday. This person had blocked me a while back. But for some reason, somehow she found me again and she commented on one of my posts to attempt to rehash my position on public schools by saying that I lacked wisdom for doing what God wants my family to do in this area. Now, I'm not going to rehash this argument in this episode either, but those of you who know me and my wife, you know exactly what we're doing in the public schools. And I've stated this position. I've stated this conviction. And I'm not going to re-argue these things with emotional women who decide to unblock me months later. So I was forced to block this woman. Of course, I'll pray for it. And my door of peace is always open. But please, ma'am, have your husband email me. And ladies, listen, I love you in Christ, but I'm not going to argue with you. You say, well, I don't have a husband. Okay, well, we'll do our best at that point. Swamp Dweller on Gab says, I... I homeschool because my adopted boys have neurological and learning disabilities and can't cut it the eight to nine hours days of learning without drugs. I found it to be better for us to stay home, but I truly believe that no answer is one size fits all and you do what is best for your family. Why does anyone anywhere want to argue about such things on the internet? There are far better things to spend your time on, which is why I miss so much on here. Well, you're not missing much, my dear sister of Christ, and you get it. But many more do not. Because like I said, 
They want you to accomplish their will. They're not concerned about God's will. And and you know this, my friends. I'm not bowing to the political gods, and I'm sure not in the literal hell going to bow to some self-professed shepherdess. And her will, not going to do it, my friend. I pray for this lady, if she indeed is a Christian. And if she's not, I pray that she becomes one. But yes, we have a we problem. Andrew Torbo had posted on Gab. He says, I see everyone on the right fighting about Trump versus DeSantis for 2024. And I just laugh to myself. The presidency in 2024 is a pipe dream with DeSantis or Trump on the ticket. To me, to be frank, I don't know if we'll ever see a Republican president again. Millions and millions of illegals pouring over our border and being dis- distributed to key swing states. An electorate trained to believe that hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots appearing is normal. Demographics is destiny. He who controls the machines controls the outcome. We, he says, and I like to highlight that word, we. We didn't fix 2020 and we didn't build the wall. So don't expect another free and fair election. So he says we didn't fix 2020 and we didn't build the wall. So don't expect another free and fair election. Stumpwater says in response to Torbon Gab, I disagree. I believe we can and will save America and God will help. <laughs> so God's our God's going to help. I see he must be our co-pilot now. He says we got to do our part. But here's the situation, my friends. Here is the situation. We cannot fix anything. We build in vain if the Lord does not build it, and we cannot save ourselves, let alone a country. We know that God restores all things in Mark 9, 12, and he answered and told them, Elias verily cometh first and restoreth all things. How is it written of the Son of Man that he must suffer many things and be set at naught? God is the builder. Psalm 127, 1, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wake it, but in vain. God saves. Genesis 49, 18, I've waited for thy salvation, O Lord. I wait, on, I wait upon God. I'm <laughs> waiting upon the Republicans. He says, he who controls the machines controls the outcome. What well, ain't you, brother? You surely do not control these machines. And it's here that we see that God is in control, period. Then Torba reposts Shane Schetzel. <laughs> they just don't give up. Shane Schetzel posts a blog post that says how to be a Christian nationalist. And I had to reply to this, and I said simply recite the following motto. We were taking dominion until the dominion machines came in and took the dominion that we were taking. Then I see a Fox News post celebrating the fact that Minnesota elects first transgender lawmaker into office. So God is no doubt laughing at this. The the fact that we think that we have control or that we can change change things if we just get a hold of the machines. And here I look at this picture of this man dressed as a woman in pink hair as Fox News posts Minnesota elects first transgender lawmaker into office. And then Todd Starnes 
Uh, to top this, Todd Starnes post MSNBC floats Fetterman for president. No, really, watch. So <laughs> all I could do is laugh with God because God is clearly laughing at those who think they're in control of something. And this is why I laugh at the question, uh, how to become a Christian nationalist. When they answer the, the same question with, or should it be rephrased, they should be asking how to become a Republican Christian nationalist. As we mentioned, did not Andrew Torba say, I'm asking you to please vote for Republicans in your state? They're not asking us to be a kingdom holy nationalist. They're asking us to be a Republican American Christian nationalist. It's not in accordance with 1 Peter 2.9. Todd Starn says, I'll take a red ripple over a blue wave any day of the year. Well, I'll tell you what, Todd, it's Jesus for me, period. Jesus. Then they wonder why there's all of this despair across the land. It is clear that there's a whole lot of despair going on with people who had fake peace. Fake peace that's not found in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And then you wonder why Oz got winged monkeyed, leaving the American munchkins feeling hopeless and in despair. The American people should have never put our trust and hope in the Wizard of Oz in the first place. And this was the response I gave to Todd Starnes, who had posted and said on Twitter, Fox News handpicked the Republican nominee in the Pennsylvania U.S. Senate race. So, so now the Republicans want to blame Fox News. And then Todd wants to wonder when after he posts, how about a Republican unity tour across the state of Georgia, a bus tour with Trump, Kemp and DeSantis. And I replied with a big fat no. No, Todd, I'm not interested in your bus tours. Why? Because Christian nationalists are too wishy-washy for me. One day they tell you to vote for the Republicans in your state and the next day they want you to stop voting. Now I know why the Dominion machines are taking their Dominion. But they're still shilling for Bitcoin, though, because the grift must continue. I saw a screenshot from Torba. He screenshotted Marty Bent on Twitter. And Marty Bent says, stop voting. Shift all focus to building the parallel society. Bitcoin. Sovereign data storage. Shaking your rancher's hand. Growing a garden. Taking your kids out of public schools. This is the way you won't change the system from within. It's not possible too much momentum. So here we see that the despair is growing. Listen to this clip from Republican Nick Fuentes that Torba's newly named Twitter account. He's got a new name. He changed it to Christ is Lord, which I like. And he's even got the username at Revelation 1714, which I also like. But I noticed that he paid the $7.99 a month for the verification check. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Dorba? But he, but he had reposted No Lie with Brian Tyler Cohen, who posts, posts this video from Right Wing Watch concerning Nick Fuentes. And he says Republican operative Nick Fuentes reacts to GOP failures in the midterm elections. He says, we need a dictatorship. We need to take control of the government and force the people to believe what we believe. And Torah had retweeted this and said, no lies detected. I'll, I'll let you listen to the clip. Wait a second. I just 
I just went to go look for this clip on Twitter, and I see a verified Twitter account with those new seven ninety nine checks, and someone just uh, impersonated a Nicholas Fuentes with a with a Twitter verified check, and it says Nicholas Fuentes, America first homosexual, with a pinned tweet. Twitter's number one homosexual is finally back. <laughs> Oh, I can't make this stuff up. Let me go, let me find this clip. You got to recognize the fact that this is a godless country. I hate it. It's immoral. It's wrong. It's heinous. It's evil. But this is an evil country. And this country will surprise you with how evil it is. And that's why you got to get this out of your head that there is some silent majority cavalry that's going to come out of the woods and save us at the last minute. It's not. When we meet the left on the battlefield and they outnumber us like five to one, that's it. But the point is, when you look at these things like uh, abortion, it's popular. People like abortion. Hate it, but it's true. And you can thank the Jewish media for that. Abortion's popular. Sodomy's popular. You know, being gay is popular. Being a feminist is popular. Sex out of wedlock is popular. Contraceptives are that's It's all popular. That's all. That's not to say it's good. That's not to say I like that. Popular means the people support it, which they do. And uh, and it sucks, and it is what it is. But that's why we need uh, dictatorship. <laughs> that's unironically why we need to get rid of all that. We need to take control of the media, or take control of the government, and force the people to believe what we believe, or force them to play by our rules and reshape the society. Yeah. So I think um, Christian nationalism. Uh, Torbo's Christian nationalism, Pope Turbo. I think they're getting a little too excited uh, with their dominionism. And I see these things and I just think to myself, I cannot keep up with Pope Turbo's antics. That is for sure. God help us. Now, on the other hand, I had to give Torbo credit because he posted a Gab News article entitled The Path Forward build and balkanize you can read it for yourself but he makes a lot of good uh, points in this and he says along with this post he says in light of the clown show that was the election on tuesday i wanted to share some of my thoughts on what i see and i replied to this article and i told him i said because he had referenced a statement about being new pilgrims and i told him we have always been pilgrims uh, those of us that are in Christ, that is, in accordance with Hebrews eleven thirteen, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them far off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed them that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Now, Brother Torba may not like me when I bust Pope Turbo balls, but I, like I said, I'm done with everyone gets a trophy. I'll give a trophy for Torbo's recent article and I'll continue to bust the balls of any false dominion Republican Christian nationalism nonsense that says it's going to force people to believe. Listen, if a coach never showed his players any tough love, is he even a coach, let alone someone who loves his team? And I'll tell you this too, if Pope Horrible shows up, bust his balls too. I'm no better than anybody else. I'm in continual need of repentance and reflection in my own life. Pray for me. Vernum Vidir says just basically the same 
said the same the other day in a post because I speak bluntly the truth. Some don't want to hear it and would rather listen to those who tell them what they want to hear. He says, that's what, that's what the devil does. Love isn't telling lies, he says. Amen, brother. And iron sharpens iron. And at the end of the day, Christ friends will be Christ friends. And if not, the person who refuses to remain a Christ friend only hurts themselves. Republican Christian nationalism has failed. Bitcoin was plummeting the other day. And guess what? My peace in Christ has not changed one bit because I wasn't deceived by either one. JB at Jab 27 says, what are you proposing instead? Jesus is Lord and we need more politicians to govern like it too. Well, God will determine what we need. That is for sure, because God is the governor of the nations. I propose nothing other than Jesus Christ and for this country to repent and turn back to him. He alone sets up governments according to his sovereign will. There is absolutely nothing you or I can do other than live by faith that is a gift from God, a faith that believes, repents, and works for his glory and his glory alone. Then he who is God promises to work out all else for are good. Matthew 6, but seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. God has clearly instructed and warned us of these things that we're witnessing today from a book. And definitely not in a book or article that says how to become a Christian nationalist. Second Kings twenty two sixteen. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring evil upon this place. Who brings evil upon the place? The Lord. And upon the inhabitants thereof, even all the words of the book which is which the king of Judah hath read. And then people try to say that there is no book. Then what was this king reading from? Try to say there is no book. 2 Kings twenty two thirteen. Go ye inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all Judah concerning the words of this book that is found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us because our fathers have not hearkened unto the words of this book to do according unto all that which is written concerning us. You want to talk about we? We better start getting into the book, this book, because it is written, Luke 4, 4, and Jesus answered him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Sister Wendy on Gab jumped in and referenced more scripture in Deuteronomy and, and Habakkuk. And, there's, and there are many, 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 many more passages. None of this that I'm speaking to you today is theologian Rocket science. I saw a comment today on one of my posts where a brother, John, I believe it is, said that it doesn't matter who delivers it. It doesn't, as long as the truth is delivered. God will choose the foolish things, the base things of the world, so that no man would even think of attempting to rob him of his glory, even though they audaciously attempt to do so. 
Because even an eight-year-old can grasp this truth if he seeks the Lord. Josiah was an eight-year-old king who knew all about the left and the right. 2 Kings 22.2, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in all the way of David his father and turned not aside to the right hand nor to the left. The right hand or to the left, he did not do it. Why? Because this little man and king knew the Lord and he had faith and he trusted in him and he knew that God was in control. This little man and king knew that Christ is king. He truly believed it. Even as a king. Mike five, Micah 5, 4, And he shall stand and feed in the strength of the Lord, and the majesty of the name of the Lord is God, and they shall abide, for now shall he be great unto the ends of the earth. This little man and king, he knew. He knew that judgment has only begun when the truth of Christ is forsaken for the left and the right gods, the political gods. Micah 5.15, I will execute vengeance and anger and fury upon the heathen such as they never heard. We can keep bowing to these left and right political gods to our own peril if that is what we choose to do, but I'm not doing it. You can do it if you want. 2 Kings 22.17, because they have forsaken me and have burned incense unto other gods that they might provoke me to anger with all the works of their hands. Therefore my wrath shall be kindled against this place and it shall not be quenched. Peter Crosby on Gab replies, all the handwriting leading up to during and after the election is wasted energy. He says, I've had to calm this election cycle that is beyond all understanding. He says, I trust God in his ways. There will be judgment and God will execute it when he is ready. I feel sorry for all the people who either don't know the blind or don't care the Antichrist because it will be hardest on them, Peter says. Or Peter, we can repent. We can repent. We can fix this we problem with repentance. 2 Kings twenty two nineteen. 19, Because thy heart was tender, and thou hast humbled thyself before the Lord, when thou heardest what I spake against this place, and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and hast rent thy clothes and wept before me. I also have heard thee say at the Lord. Big John says it's a changing of the heart, not the tip of a sword. Free speech, czar-elect Kragok, Posted on Gab and says, Has our nation repented of the sin of abortion? Mocking God's design for marriage, destroying the children in their innocence, glorification of death and war, massive greed and usury, corruption from top to bottom. He says, About half of the country supports many of those Antichrist views. He says, We lost an election because we never came together as a nation to repent. I know many will refuse to come to Christ, but many stiffnecks are leading us to our doom by refusing to even acknowledge the evil that has taken over our country, and especially directing this evil at our children. He said, yes, there was cheating, but there has been election cheating since at least the days of Teddy Roosevelt. He says, we lost our way because we lost sight of what is really important. The right and left both want power that belongs to God. We are at best stewards of his authority and destroying his creation has consequences, he concludes. Amen, my brother. Amen. And I will give Torba another trophy 
for a repost of Ali Alexander, who says the only answer is Jesus Christ as king. He posts on Gab. Maybe Ali has gotten tired of stating we, along with all those who bow before the political gods. Maybe he has gained the knowledge of an eight-year-old king whose faith was in the Lord. Eight years old. Let that register in your brain housing for a moment, my friend. It just goes to show us that the Lord is clearly in charge. Not you, not me, not anybody else, but the Lord. But who am I? I'm just some crazy-looking, long-bearded dude who loves Jesus. And by the way, long beards are biblical. For men, that is. Psalm 133, 2, it is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garment. Listen, my friends, I don't have to worry about my influence. I'm just a man that's going to come and who is going to go. The influence of the Holy Spirit is enough. Either he uses me or he doesn't. Either he uses you or he doesn't. And if you're not willing to show forth a humble spirit, heart, and mind in repentance, don't expect him to use you. But yeah, I know, I'm just some wilderness preacher who happens to know that the unity of the brethren is found in Christ alone and not we. Psalm 133.1 Behold how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. This unity is found in Jesus Christ. And then they say, I'm too fanatical for Christ. I never even knew this was possible because it's not. Peter Crosby posts again today in our group. He says, I've seen a number of, of posts asking, how do we fix the election problems? Or stating, here's how we can fix our election system. And then he puts them in capitals, all capitals. There is no fixing it. He says, God has America under judgment and we will not be, he will not be mocked or denied. The only way out is if America repents. And I see zero evidence that America wants to or thinks it needs to repent. He says, as long as the Antichrist are in control, it will remain the same. The events of today could be a book in the Old Testament. A stiff-necked people who go whoring after their idols and abandon the commandments of God and Jesus Christ as their fathers did. JB, I had mentioned, let him know that we mentioned one of his comments in in today's episode, or at least in the article portion of today's episode. And he says, good discussions, my thoughts. You act as if many Christians such as me and Torba idolize things other than Jesus Christ just because we discuss tangible next steps for action He says, we don't idolize anything other than God. We are content and have the peace of the Holy Spirit in us. He says, says, you say God is governor of the nations. I propose nothing other than Jesus Christ. He alone sets up governments according to his sovereign will. There is absolutely nothing you and I can do other than live by faith that is a gift from God, a faith that believes, repents, and works for his glory and his glory alone. Then he, God, promises to work all else out and our life for good. And then he responds and says, nobody disagrees that we should live by faith in Jesus Christ. But the connotation of your text implies that Christians should not engage or propose tangible solutions with messy things like politics while on earth, rather than create things we should sit around and allow society to crumble around us while we wait for Jesus to return. 
He says, we are trying to obey the great commandment to love God and love others, plus the great commission, make disciples, and are offering tangible ideas of how to apply them in modern day 2022. Just because somebody writes a book or recommends you read a book about Christian nationalism, it doesn't mean that book should be taken a priority over the Bible and God's scripture. We can read the Bible and other books as we seek to, to be doers of God's word and not just hearers of God's word. Now, I replied with a thank you. And I told JB that my problem is with the ideology of those who think that they are taking political dominion when they are not. And when they accuse the brethren of being disobedient Christians for not bowing down and submitting to their Christian nationalism. So here we see that it's going much more than just offering tangible ideas. No, they erect these things as golden calves. Maybe not you, JB, and I don't know how you can speak on, a, on the behalf of anybody else, but if someone tells writes in a book and says, you are a disobedient Christian if you do not proclaim yourself to be a Christian nationalist. That's a golden calf to me, and I'm not bowing before it. I'm sorry, and I will continue to rebuke it. And I'm not accusing anyone's heart of political idolatry. That's between them and God. I'm only addressing the facts that I've seen. I'm preaching the gospel and the, and the truth that clearly exists. Now, if someone is convicted by this preaching of the truth, like I said, it's between them and the Holy Spirit, not between me and them. And this is, again, why I say we have a we problem that's focused on we instead of Christ as the sole solution. Because this idea of we going to take power in the form of a dictatorship and then force people to believe is... Pretty sick, don't you think? I don't think that's a tangible solution. If You think that's a tangible solution? We read in Micah 6.13, Therefore also will I make thee sick in smiting thee and making thee desolate because of thy sins. And my question is, America, are you sick yet? Are you sick yet? If you are, get the spoon out and take a swallow of repentance because there is a sickness all across the land and why are people sick it is because they do not have the faith that comes from god belief by itself is nothing repentance by itself is nothing works by themselves are nothing it's this faith that comes from god that includes all three that is everything the just shall live by faith, the Lord says. Nothing pleases God but this faith that is a gift from him. Micah 6, 6, 8. Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with a thousand of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He hath showed thee, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God? This is what God's people do. And as God's people, we must never forget where we came from. 
Micah 6, 4, and 5. For I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt and redeemed thee out of the house of servants, and I set thee before thee Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. O my people, remember now what Balak, king of Moab, consulted, and what Balaam, the son of Beer, answered him from Shittim into Gilgal, that you may know the righteousness of the Lord. God's people know his righteousness. And may we not forget where we have come from. All who name the name of Christ must repent and will repent if the faith of God exists in you. Micah 6, 1, 3, Hear you now what the Lord saith. Arise, contend thou before the mountains, and let the hills hear thy voice. Hear you mountains, the Lord's controversy, and you strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord, the Lord hath a controversy with his people, and he will plead with Israel. Oh, my people, what have I done unto thee? And wherein have I wearied thee testify against me? We must repent, and this includes kings. And then you say, well, what does all of this look like? Well, I'm glad you asked because in conclusion, we read about it in today's reading in 2 Kings chapter 23, and I'm going to read verse 1 through 8. And the king sent, and they gathered unto him all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. And the king went into the house of the Lord, and all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with him, and the priests and the prophets and all the people, both small and great. And he read in their ears all the words of the book of the covenant, which was found in the house of the Lord. And the king stood by a pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all their heart and all their soul to perform the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people stood to the covenant, and the king commanded Hilkiah the, the high priest and the priests of the second order and the keepers of the door to bring forth out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels that were made for Baal and for the grove and for all the hosts of heaven. And he burned them without Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron and carried the ashes of them into Bethel, and he put down the idolatrous priests whom the kings of Judah had ordained to burn incense in the high places in the cities of Judah and in the places round about Jerusalem. Them also that burned incense unto Baal, to the sun and to the moon and to the planets and to all the hosts of heaven. And he brought out the grove from the house of the Lord without Jerusalem and unto the brook Kidron and burned it at the brook Kidron and stamped it small to powder and cast the powder thereof upon the graves of the children of the people. And he broke down the house houses of the Sodomites that were by the house of the Lord, where the women wove hangings for the grove. And he brought all the priests out of the cities of Judah and defiled the high places where the priests had burned incense from Geba to Beersheba and break down the high places of the gates that were in the entering in of the gate of Joshua, the governor of the city, which were on the man's left hand at the gate of the city. As you can see, my friends, we have a we problem. Psalm 134. Behold, bless ye the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, the Lord that made heaven and earth. Bless thee out of Zion. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. 
Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.